Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Town. Welcome to Nationality, <laughs> sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball, where we love hot takes, repurposed content, and videos no one wants to pay for. I'm joined tonight by Dave Nichols from formerly a Federal Baseball, which makes me sad. <laughs> at D Nichols SR on the Twitter. Uh, it's been a day, Dave. It's been a day, but it all ended nicely with Max Scherzer on the mound for the Nationals tonight. Last time out, one run on three hits, 13 Ks, and a 108-pitch start versus the Padres. And then Rose sat down to start the night tonight before he allowed his first hit. Jason Worth lets a fly to two-out fly to left by Buster Posey fall in for a quote-unquote RBI double, 3-1 at that point. Just one run allowed for Scherzer through six innings. Uh, at just 74 pitches after that, 7-pitch seven 7th, 5-pitch 8th, and 11-pitch one 2 3 ninth, 2 Ks he adds in that final inning for 11 total, 100 on the year, 100 pitches total on the night. Complete game, 3 nothing win for the Nats to sweep the Giants. The first complete game for Scherzer since his 20K start against Detroit last year. I know this is going to be a controversial opinion, Dave. That's what we traffic in here at Federal Baseball. Max Scherzer is a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, you know, I think I think he qualifies as a pretty good pitcher, and you know, it's it, it, it's silly that he that he spends all that time chasing strikeouts so that he can't pitch deep into games like we heard, you know, <laughs> like we heard all, all all that all that stuff when the Nats first signed him and all that. But um, you know, I, I'm sorry that my attention was was split in several different ways tonight because this is the type of game I really enjoy watching Max Sir, Max Scherzer throw. I mean, he was just on top of his game, stalking the mound striking guys out, not walking anybody, not giving up hits, um, generally being one of the better pitchers in baseball. And, um, you know, for, for uh, you know, there was, just, there was just no drama to this one whatsoever. Once you figured, you know, once once the Nats got the lead, you figured that, that Scherzer was just going to do his thing, and that's exactly what he did. Um, you know, then the Giants are, are down. They're, they're not very good this year. Um, you know, they're, they're disintegrating. Uh, in the clubhouse now, as well as on the field with the whole Hunter Strickland thing, so um, it, it's not it's not surprising that the Nats have been able to come in and, um, and and kick a demoralized team when they're down. But still, these are major league players going up against major league pitchers, and and Scherzer made them look like like a Triple A or Double A team tonight. That's about the perfect response too. After that series starts with that uh, kerfuffle on the field, Bryce Harper getting hit, the whole brawl, which we've talked endlessly about since Monday, but to go in there and sweep the Giants, improve to 33-19 and 19 on the season with the win. Uh, you're on a long road trip here, San Francisco, Oakland, and then L.A. A great way to start this road trip after a 9-1 and one road trip last time they went away for a long time. But a really nice response from the Nationals to just go out and kick the Giants when they're down, like you said, after the way the series started. Uh, responses, nothing on the field. No one else got hit in this series. I don't think there was a single hit by pitch after that one. So, just going out there and beating them is really the best retaliation, in my opinion. I know Dusty Baker and Davey Johnson used to say that back in the day, too. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it traces all the way back to, to guys like Earl Weaver where, you know, he said, why would I worry about getting my horses hurt when, when you know, they're throwing their, their, their kitties up against us? I, I don't remember the exact quote, but 
um, you know, the whole idea about retaliation in baseball is really Neanderthalic, right? It's it's these old school guys that, that don't really understand, you know, that hey, putting an extra runner on base not only you know could cause physical damage, physical injury, but also hurts us, you know, eventually on the scoreboard too. So yeah, the best revenge is is, is winning the games, and, and the Nats did it. I mean, they they kicked the they kicked the snot out of the Giants this this week, and and. Um, you know that that's really the the most adult, most mature response to all of this. It's um, you know, and and we have talked about this brawl, um, you know, several times now this week, and, and there's just there's not much more to say to it. Uh, Harper is taking his punishment. Uh, um, they knocked the game off it, and and and, and he set out tonight, and he'll set out the next two. And um, you know, and Strickland, um, being the, the petulant crybaby that he is. Uh, is, is you know pitched tonight and is still you know in the appeal process. So um, you know I, I think that really tells you all you need to know about the participants in, in this uh, in the uh, episode. They did appeal the suspension, as you noted. Harper down from four games to three games. He'll miss uh, tonight's game. He sat out, missed two more in Oakland. Then he can come back. Dusty Baker said he specifically took it now so that he'll be back for Sunday's game against Oakland and then can go into LA against the Dodgers who obviously knocked the Nationals out of the postseason last year. So that's a big series coming up. They want to have all hands on deck as Dusty Baker said. Uh, I did like Mike Rizzo's quote today though. He was on 106.7 The Fans of Sports Junkies, kind of broke down at length everything that went on the last couple days from Strickland's grudge to uh, how often players settle these things behind the scenes since him and Harper both mentioned that as a possibility. But what I really liked was how he broke down what the punishment was. Uh, he told the junkies, you get a reliever who pitches twice a week in low leverage situations. <laughs> Rizzo is not kind to <laughs> Strickland, as you'll notice as they go along here. Uh, you get a mm-hmm. reliever who pitches twice, twice a week in low leverage situations against the number three hitter in a contender's lineup. He drills them. They both get suspended and there's no balance there. What's to stop a reliever from coming in and hitting every star player and getting him pissed off to where he gets suspended? That's where the league has to step in and really look at the situation. You look at the enormity of a complex situation and really let cooler heads prevail and take into account all the things that happened in that situation. Uh, They dropped it to three. Is is that them looking at the situation and agreeing with Rizzo? Uh, Rizzo seems to agree with what we've said over the last couple days, too. Well, yeah, and, and and here's the thing, you know, they they set these these initial penalties so that they can put them in the books and say that was that was what the the, the suspension was, um, but then but then they 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 knock the game off when when you know when there's less attention to it. And we talked about this the other day when it happened. Major League Baseball doesn't care this that this happens because it's terrific for page views, it's terrific for television. Um, you know, people love it. It's the same it's the same people that like watching. You know, NASCAR's turn turn left for four hours waiting for somebody to crash, or, or watch or watching professional wrestling. You know, it, it, it's great for ratings. So they they just they don't care. They don't care if people get hurt. They don't care if people get thrown at. Um, and, and it's really lip service to say they do or or do any any more for it. Um, until until the suspensions for the pitchers are prohibitive. Meaning, you know, you give a reliever like that 15 games and make make the the, the offending team not be able to replace him on the lineup. Um, you know, that then that will tell me that, that Major League Baseball cares about um, about pitchers throwing at batters and and, and not until. I think it was our friend Eddie Matz at uh, ESPN who wrote the other day that. 
really, when you think about this, if Bryce Harper hadn't charged the mound, there probably would have been no punishment for Strickland for drilling him with a 98-mile-an-hour fastball right. for basically no no reason whatsoever. It just points out the complete ridiculousness of the whole situation. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Um, everybody in that stadium knew what the intent was. Everybody that's watched the replay knew what the intent was. Um, you know, they could wink, wink, nudge, nudge in, in the postgame. The postgame press conference is all they want. But Strickland was throwing at Hunter simply because, I mean, throwing it at Harper simply because he hit, he had the temerity to hit two home runs off of him in in, in, in a World Series, you know, in a, in a playoff series where the, the Giants went on to win the World Series. So, you know, it, it's transparent what the reasons were. And, and that's exactly right. If Harper, you know, drops his bat, chuckles at him, and jogs the first, then, then there's nothing there's nothing that can be said about it. Um, and that's the maddening part about it is when, when everybody knows what the intent was, um, you know, and that's, and that's why, you know, that's why Harper quote has to take matters into his own hands and charge the mound, uh, to stand up for himself and his teammates and whatnot. It's just, it's just, it's, I just, like I said before, it's absolutely neanderthalic and until baseball, um, starts meeting out legitimate punishment for these pitchers. Um, and I say this as, as a guy growing up in the game that, that, that did pitch, um, you know, the pitcher has control over what he's doing. And, and until, until Major League Baseball puts some serious ramifications on that, then this, then this trade will continue. I, put, I quit playing baseball before high school, but in my uh, Sony PlayStation baseball days, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to pitch up and in if you hit a home run off of me, so I can't play anything. Matt Cain on the mound. Uh, he was 2-0, and 10 scoreless against the Nationals last season, a bit anomalous there, 3-3, 4-4-5 uh, three three, ERA, 4-2-3 FIP, 3.95 walks per nine, 5.93 Ks per nine. 269, 343, 406 line against and 54 and two thirds before tonight. Uh, reach on error, single, three run home run by Ryan Zimmerman, which we'll get to again in a moment, but three nothing early, uh, up to 79 pitches after four, done after nine, uh, five innings, 94 pitches. Nationals managed to run up another giant starter's pitch count, eight hits, three runs, two earned runs. Uh, Zimmerman got him early. The Nationals didn't get much going offensively after that, but the three-run home run early was enough to knock Kane out pretty early and get the win for over the Giants in the series finale here in AT&T. Yeah, you know, Kane used to be pretty good. He's not anymore. Um, he's he's a decidedly average to, to mediocre pitcher. Um, he's been doing okay this year for them. He, he logged some innings for them. Um, he has bouts of, of competency against, um, you know, against giving up long balls and and, um, and walking guys and not being able to, to stay in games very long. So, um, yeah, you know, it's uh, um, the Nets got their runs, and like I said, you know, when we first started, uh, you just felt like this was a night where three runs was going to be enough with Scherzer stalking around the mound like he does, and, and it was plenty. Zimmerman, as we mentioned, and I will not say Ryan Ascense or however they're trying to pronounce that horrible <laughs> hashtag. The Nationals are starting 15th home run of the season. Uh, he hit his 15th last season, his last home run of the year on September 21st, uh, 441st plate appearance last year. He hit his 15th and his 195th plate appearance this year. Uh, just continues to impress. He got a curveball low in the zone tonight, just golfed it at the left field. Uh, Another blast by Zimmerman. Really, all the offense the Nationals got or needed in this one, and just uh, continues to really hit the ball well. Uh, just, 
I'm still shocked at what we're seeing from Ryan Zimmerman. I, I thought he had stuff left in him. I didn't think he had a 368 average two months into the season left in him right now. One for three, three RBIs, run scored tonight. Well, no, I mean, Ryan Zimmerman is not a 370 hitter. He never has been. Very few people are. Um, he is uh, he's in a tremendous uh, run right now, though. Um, you know, and, and I mean, it's just, it, it, it one, it speaks to just how injured he has been the last two or three years. And really, you know, since since 2012, when when he, he played through that shoulder injury during the you know, the first pennant run, he's just, he's a, he was a shell of what he once was, um, but he's really just put together just a tremendous comeback season this year. Um, you know, again, he's not going to hit 370 all season long. And, um, and if he does, it'll be one of the truly remarkable, uh, you know, feats of baseball anomaly in, in the history of the game. But, um, but th- there's no sense in, in, in you know, trying to, to explain it away right now. All we should do is just enjoy for as long as it lasts and, um, you know, and great for him. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully either uh, the, the voting public or his peers or, or the league recognizes it because he, he certainly is deserving of an all-star berth this year. Now, before we wrap up, the Nationals 3-1 to one tonight, 33-19 and 19 on the season. You have your phone in front of you because we're talking on it. I'm sending you something right now. Have you seen the Mr. Met video from tonight yet? Oh, I have. It's tremendous. <laughs> what did you get your initial reaction on Mr. Met flipping the bird on his way down the tunnel? And uh, I guess it was in City Field tonight. Uh, Mets issued an apology, which is kind of, kind of hilarious too. But I don't think I've ever seen a mascot flip someone off before. You know, I, I don't know if it was in response to the guy that actually posted the video. But if you go and look at the guy who posted the video, look at some of his tweets and, and whatnot. Um, it wouldn't be surprising if that's where it was coming from. Apparently, this guy is a um, a notorious right wing uh, uh, hate spewer. Um, and, and not just you know your your normal politics type of thing, but just a real venomous hate spewer. So if indeed that was the person that Mr. Met was giving the finger to, the guy probably deserved it. But still, it's just it's remarkable <laughs> that that in this day and age, you know, especially since the guy the the guy that's inside the Mr. Met costume is is, is a marketing employee. He's got to know that at any <laughs> point in time he's gonna be. <laughs> being videoed or having a picture taken of him. So he's got to know that that's going to go viral as soon as it happens. So it's just, it's just unfortunate that, that some sort of incident provoked a, a lovable fuzzy creature <laughs> into that type of response, knowing that he's going to get canned for doing it. <laughs> Luckily for the Nationals. But it couldn't have happened to a nicer fan base. <laughs> I don't know if Screech has fingers. I'm trying to picture him in my head now, so hopefully he won't ever be able to do that. Uh, the Nationals 3-1 to one tonight. Uh, coming up, Oakland on Friday night, Steven Strasburg against Andrew Triggs. I have no idea who Andrew Triggs is, so get to see him pitch for the first time. Uh, Nationals take the series in AT&T with a sweep for everyone tomorrow. We can all relax, and I can just watch the Mr. Met video a hundred times. Good to talk to you again, sir. I'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Doghouse says go Nats.